VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, I'm Paul F. Tompkins. And I'm Nicole Parker. On this podcast, we improvise in character using real posts from a popular neighborhood networking website. Occasionally, we change the names of some streets. And that's all you need to know. And now, please enjoy this episode of The The Neighborhood Neighborhood Listen. Listen. Knock, knock. Who's there? Your neighbor. Good. In Dignity Falls, you're never alone. You've got the neighbor half app and us. Bert. And Joan. From coyotes to mail theft to weird things to sell. We'll cover it all. And meet new neighbors as well. We'll chat about any posts you're missing. So just tune in to To The the Neighborhood neighborhood Listen. Listen. Hello, and welcome once again to The Neighborhood Listen. I am Burnt Mia Payday. I'm a pharmacist here in the town of Dignity Falls, and with me as always is... Joan Pedestrian, top realtor in Dignity Falls. Hi, everybody. realtor. That's right. You know what, Joan? I don't think we talk enough about how you are the top realtor, and you've taken all comers. Doug thinks that we do. He thinks I do. He was just saying it the other night. He was like, really? He's like, God, you mention it like every time. And I thought, well, I don't know because I don't like to listen um, back to, to to these sometimes. Like, oh, it's so he just... he's specifically talking about the podcast. Every time we do the podcast, you mention it. Yes. Okay. I just meant conversationally, but the podcast as well. well you mean like? Oh, when... babe, I thought you meant the podcast. Oh. <laughs> Doug, can you give me an example of when Joan mentions it conversationally where she shouldn't? Yeah, I mean, sometimes um, when she asked me to, you know, pass the salt. And I might be a little bit slow mm-hmm. to pass it. And then, you know, I'm and the, the top the, realtor. And yeah. Well, that's not oh, exactly. You know what? I'm sorry, but that's, there's a little more, there's a little more of a, of a, of a flair to how I do it when I need him to pass the salt. I was going to oh, okay. That's not what I was thinking. But I, I was thinking that uh, perhaps this was, this was going zero to a hundred. Pass the salt. Doug is like molasses over there uh, with a salt shaker. And then Joan goes right to, I'm the top realtor. Like you, you acted as if she stood up from the table. And was uh, lecturing you in a, he in a did. loud voice. I think he's over-exaggerating a little. I mean, I might have gotten to that point That's eventually. Right. It's, it's but it's yeah. more kind of like, pass that salt. Pass that salt. Because I'll tell you what, if I had passed that salt as slow as, as, as you, <laughs> as the top realtor, I would have never sold as many condos as I did down on Fort Knox Road. Now that... I just don't want to drop it. <laughs> well, are you worried about dropping the salt? Babe, I'm sorry. You're going to have to explain what that I means. I just want to be careful because it spills everywhere otherwise. What can you, can you walk me through this this salt shaker and why it's so precarious? Why why is the salt spilling out of it to such a degree that you are being you're treating it like it's nitroglycerin? Uh, I think he's talking about the Laurel and Hardy salt cellars that he bought. Oh sure, and that he bought. Okay, yes, it was a weird it was a weird choice for him. Mm-hmm. It was it was I still think that it was a gift he thought I was gonna like, and mm. then he decided to back off of it. Mm. I think he thought uh, it was right around Mother's Day that they appeared, and I was like, "Did he mean to give that to me for Mother's Day?" And maybe thought better of it, and was like, "I'm just gonna act like I'm, you know, I was into these collector items." So perhaps because of your love of the stage and and Laurel and I, Hardy, of yes. course, they were in vaudeville. Correct. And, there and I'm we like, go. "Give me Eliza Minnelli salt shaker." Exactly. What am I, what, who it's am it's I? like you go to a comedy club and you see uh, the Marx Brothers on the wall. <laughs> like, what does that have to do with what's going on here? <laughs> So 
So I think it's because if he's using those, then obviously they're not shakers. They're they're just in little, they're exposed. And so if he trips, I suppose the salt would fall. But it's not, we're not always using those. It's straight. Do you feel like that about salt shakers too, babe? I hate to be a walkthrough hog, but I do need a walkthrough of these salt cellars that are somehow shaped or associated with Laurel and Hardy. Well, they look, the salt shaker looks like Hardy. Now, now Doug, we've established it's a, it's a cellar and not a shaker. I don't think he really knows the difference, but, but. that right. but it looks like a, a very wide man. Mm-hmm. And, and where then, does the salt go? In his belly. In his belly. Okay, so the belly is just an open sort of cavern where the the salt. Where the salt the hats, is you can take the hats off. You can take the hats okay. off and put them back on. And usually on the belt on the on the table when we're eating, we have the hats off. You leave that. Oh, hats on the table. Okay. Um, well, so there's the, no hats allowed on the people at the table, but the so salt, the, of salt course, cells, we make an exception, but they do have to take them off. Okay. We're, so just so I'm clear, so I can, I can I, because I don't see them around here right now. Um, and and we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that, I'm sure, where they, where they oh, are. I didn't mean to get into this whole salt shaker thing. Well, oh, we seldom do. But, uh, okay, so so they are, they are to, to, all, to the naked eye, they would appear to be figurines of the famous comedy duo Laurel and Hardy. Without but, any lens of any kind, correct. That's what it would look like. Without any lens of any kind. We're not talking about CSI. You get in there with the, the black light and the, the green goggles. Or a comedic lens or just simple contact. That's it right. just looks like that. Yes. Or the lens of the far future and people are visiting the, our time and saying, wow, how could they live like this? Uh, well, that so, goes without saying. <laughs> these are figurines. But if you remove the hat, they are... They're both filled with salt. And is it true that both of them are filled with salt? No, the one's pepper. The one's pepper. Okay. Uh, a pepper seller. Okay. <laughs> Something I've never encountered in life, but I, I, suppose, I don't think that's a thing. If you want to be, if you want to be a little more, you know, careful about your pepper use, because, you know, a doctor, well, imagine a doctor telling you that, that you have to cut, you do too much pepper in your diet. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> well, of course not, because you 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 are very parsimonious with your your pepper out, output, indeed, or intake. I meant to say anyway, intake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where are where are these salt cellars now? Salt and pepper cellars, excuse me. Uh, is it? I don't want to say. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing, really. They're in the salt cellar. Oh, okay. Now, but is it possible that is where Doug is engineering from today? Yes, it is. Okay. So you have a, a cellar. Now, uh, for, for first-time listeners, uh, 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 Joan and Doug's home is just, uh, it's, it's, it's somehow vast. It doesn't look it from the outside. But uh, they've remodeled their entire home. <laughs> and they have sure. a number of curious we have of rooms and spaces. Yes. And, um, and so you're, you're telling me that, that is, is it just your regular cellar that has been converted into a salt cellar? Or is this a sub-cellar that is, is exclusively used for salt? It is, it's, it's, it was supposed to be exclusively used for salt, mm. you know, uh, and then we also thought it'd be cute to put some sort of um, figurines in there, you know, mm-hmm. for, for, sort of, because I do have, we have a lot of salt shakers. We have a lot of salt and pepper shakers. Mm. Um, uh, burnt, do you, uh, that's a lot of lemonade. We haven't even started yet. You have poured w- yourself it, so much. Tis the season. I, I love just, lemonade and, you know, I love it unsweetened. And, Good, because uh, I'd have to bring over the I sugar. just. 
drinking. You do. He literally likes it. What he uses, I, I, we have these lemon trees and we have so many. I'm just like, Very pretty. I, please take, the lemon take them away from me. The lemon flower is sweet, but the lemons are not. But you just the like it straight of the lemon. squeezed from some the- say it's Yeah, some say it's impossible to eat. But I, <laughs> I have figured out a way and that is, uh, uh, I call it virgin lemonade. And uh, it is just the juice of a lemon <laughs> in a glass. And he likes the pulp. He likes extra pulp. Oh, I love it. Are you kidding me? It's, but how, you, I, oh. how are you drinking that down? That is straight lemon juice burnt. It is straight lemon juice, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I love to, I think it's the, the pulp uh, gives me a sort of, uh, it gives me something to do while my body is going through the convulsions. <laughs> <laughs> so while I'm chewing the pulp, something to my, do. my body is getting acclimated to this, uh, this sour, sour stream that's sliding down my neck. Wow. (laughs) I have tried to offer him all sorts of sweeteners because I have them all. And he just, nope, it's just the straight lemonade for him. Now, here's the thing. I love sugar, uh, but I don't like it (laughs) my lemonade. I I would just be so worried about your teeth. Uh, You know, isn't it supposed to eat away at the, um, what's it called? Not resin. That's not the word. Enamel? (laughs) That's right. Enamel. Lemon juice. Does it really eat away at the enamel of your teeth? Well, I've heard that it does. Do you think that's why my teeth are shorter now? I think it's possible. I noticed, I've been noticing the last couple days. I, I caught myself in the mirror and of course I always smile. I always smile when I look in the mirror. And uh, uh, I noticed there was something odd about my teeth and I was like, are they shorter than they than they were before? Are you also learning you have to do more work to do a T sound? Like, you know, because it's just, you have to go... It's, it's not quite a journey. Yes, that's right. So if <laughs> if I, I want to say thesaurus, it's it's I have to I have to I have to mentally remind myself. Got to go up a little higher with that tongue. <laughs> I thought that th would have been easier. That's no, like it's, a the, list. it's the sa- it's the same principle. You still have to get okay. your you still have to get your tongue up against those teeth. I go to the dentist. I I get yourself to the dentist, Bert. Oh, it's been such a long time. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Anyways, Doug is in the salt, 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 That's something else. That's fun. <laughs> Isn't it funny that you are a real estate agent? You're a seller of a kind. Oh, my God. You're right. Oh, the top one. <laughs> Lest we forget. The, the top. And that's how we got started on all of this. All right. Mm. So I will in the future. Doug, I will try not. I'm going to watch myself. I'll try not to talk about it too much. I think it's because I didn't really get to do it for a year in person, Mm. of course. Right. So I think that's, you know, I just missed it. And um, I I guess I'm usually out promoting myself to other people. And I guess I just felt like I had to promote myself to Doug this whole year. I mean, it is true. I put up, you know, I'm normally putting up posters on people's lawns and I'm putting up, you know, I'm on the sides of buses, but since I couldn't do that, I'm inside. (laughs) Sure. And you drop off the the notepads. So I, so it is true that I, I did like a pillowcase and it was, it was Doug's. I was like putting posters on his side of the bathroom and, uh, and he was getting a little tired of that. I just, I just needed to see my face. Do you know what I mean? I just, this is, if I can't see my face on a bench in a blazer, I don't know who I am. Yeah. I understand that. I totally understand that. I mean, it's it's a big part of your identity. And and it needs to be said that throughout the quarantine, you remained the top seller in Dignity Falls. You sold, you, you set a record, I believe, a local if not national, for selling houses through text messages. I did. And I wasn't aware of the national part, Bert. Where did you, have you been looking up a publication that I don't know about? Because that would be very exciting to learn. Oh yeah, National Records Monthly. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh wow, it covers must cover a lot of things. That is a you very broad it, title. People people aren't go well, it's just this nation, thank God. Uh but people aren't going for records as much as they used to. Of course, the spelling bee winner, uh she she set a few records non-spelling related. Um the most recent uh, her name is Avant-Garde. What a fun name for a child. Um that, I'm not sure that's exactly is that the name? I I believe that's the name. Oh, okay. We should probably look that up. I, I'm getting confirmation. Okay, good. <laughs> From a text message. Um, yes, I sold all. I sold a lot of properties uh, on um, on tech, but I did open it up to other things like boxes, you know, and um, and storage tubs. So I was able to because I got into the rent business. So I was renting those mm. and I was selling them. A lot of them were mine. Mm. Uh, but um, you know how we talked a little while about how so many people put things out on the side of the street and yes. during this year. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I would go around and grab anything that was like anything that was storage or that you could almost possibly live in or that maybe a small animal could live in. Mm. And you were renting these out. Did you rent anything to small animals? I well a few but but not as if it's the actual animal it was just an, an oh. owner who needed a you know uh, perhaps a cat didn't agree with the family and they needed a place for the cat to live so they would just put the cat in a sto- in, a, in, the, in, in a, a tub little- <laughs> a storage tub now do you think Every, you, not, because- the, for, not for all time I mean they, they would let the cat out but when they needed a place for the cat to be so I sort of got into like animal realty if you will right now do and you aquariums think- oh mm. I sold a ton of aquariums so how many. I, <laughs> About uh, six hundred and five. Oh, you you got it, Joan. You also. Well, I'm talking terrariums. I'm talking fish bowls. Of fish bowls. I sold a couple of cups for a goldfish. I was listen. I mean, I I can sell anything to anybody if it's a living space. It's true. Uh, You you gotta contact uh, 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 National Records Monthly, Joan, and tell them about this aquarium. I do, and and uh, and her last name is Avant Garde. I guess what I was thinking of her is her first name. I thought you were saying that was her entire name. No, sorry. Zalia Avant. That's right. There we go. Because I knew there was another part to her name, uh, and she she was incredible, wasn't she? We all she was incredible. We all have name parts. Joan, um, I, I wanted to ask you. Crows are very smart, and they remember faces. Do you think? And and you can teach crows to 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 work for you. Uh, if you've ever heard, heard of a crow box, you can get a box that dispenses food. Uh, if if a crow puts a quarter in it, and so you get them started, you put a quarter in there. The crow figures it out, puts a quarter in there, gets the food. Then the crow eventually starts combing the sky, combing the the skies for quarters. <laughs> for, it, it goes I, up there, I, it looks I for feel shiny like I things. Need to stop you. You're this getting. Is, this You're is on true. A real I'm on tear real, right I'm on now. A real tear right now. And probably I'm the lemon juice. Trying to figure out where it's going. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Okay. So, so you won't. Have, so I'll save you the trouble. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so you could rent space to crows because they would be of all the animal kingdom. They'd be able to pay rent, and they would remember that you are the landlord. <sighs> Can we go way back to the beginning where you said Absolutely. <laughs> Not to run through it all again. I just want to talk about the first oh, thing you said, which was well, crows remember faces. Yes, they do. I Have we talked about this? I don't know. It's something it that I've talked about. It doesn't surprise me with, that you know this, but is this a known fact? It's a known fact. I've talked about it with Connie a great deal. Uh, but uh, crows do- <laughs> Because he very, recognizes your face. He recognizes my face. I recognize his face. Uh, crows are very shrewd birds. Mm. They're very smart and they have excellent mm-hmm. memories and they can be. They can, they can become your friend or they can become your worst enemy. Oh, well, I guess I don't really want to be a landlord to a bunch of crows because what if they- <laughs> <laughs> 
if they know how to find me, they know where I live. They're going to bother me all the time for things. And well, it's not I like they have plumbing. Then they're going to show up in a murder and see. I don't want to be associated with an animal where the pack of the animal is called a murder, a well, gathering. Well, I mean, is called, the only time I didn't mind that is when Sting sings it. Oh, but I mean, you love you love that. Sting. He sings it in a song. I can't. I love Sting. He sings it in a song. I can't remember what, but it's murder of crows. You know, he does that thing where he wraps his mouth around this around the sound, like when in Fields of Gold he says, "Feel her body rise when you kiss her mouth." He really wraps his mouth around those words, and oh, it always gets me going. Doug hates it. We can't get into this whole thing. My obsession with Sting very much threatens him. Really, is that true, Doug? Yes. Well, his tantrum. He's had to go to so many Sting concerts. That's he what tried. he's worried about. His, and I told him, I don't need to have sex for seven hours. But his tantric uh, skills are legendary. Babe, I don't need to have sex for seven hours. I just need you to say, mud of cruise. But I can't play bass that well. I don't even, I don't even care about the bass. You know, I don't. I, you know, I should. You love, you love the vocals. I'm not about that bass. Look. Not that bass. All Sting. <laughs> His sinewy arms. <laughs> yeah, see, Doug, you're getting it. <laughs> he just is so, he seems so affable and like he can just do he anything. He does seem affable. <laughs> Sting, absolutely. <laughs> it's the first word that springs to mind. Avuncular even, I would say. Oh, that's a oh. good one. So, so listen, unless it's, unless it's somehow connected to Sting, I don't want anything to do with crows. And right. uh, I appreciate the idea, but that sounds sort of intense to have all these birds that recognize my face, uh, <laughs> you know, co- contacted me for stuff. Because I'm, I'm well, next thing you're going to tell me is they can text, I and don't, I don't need that them clickety clacking. I that bet they could. a branch they is le- that a branch is leaking. Oh, Doug, Doug confirms they can. You, you're saying Doug, they crows can text. I believe I've received several texts from them. <laughs> Boy. From them. And so yeah, it's not sure just one was, crow. I'm pretty sure that was spam, babe. <laughs> wait wait a minute. You know how we all started getting those weird texts that were very, very X-rated? You know, yes. I don't know if other people have been getting them where it's just like, F the, I wanna I wanna do this to you. I don't I don't want to say it because some of our listeners might not appreciate it, but I if anyone else come. has uh, oh but, but, wow, but, uh, yes, what, now, what? Uh, yeah, did you think that that was a crow, Doug? That one that Burnt just said. <laughs> Did you think it was an avarice crow? <laughs> well, there were two, all of these different numbers, about 15 different numbers on the text thread yeah. that I didn't recognize. Oh, that's and right. So- I forgot that they were always group texts. <laughs> yes, they group were group texts. texts. More than one person was receiving these about that. Yeah. absolutely horrendous, crazy things. Do you know what I think it might be? I think it was what? the crows were, were just texting each other and they <laughs> accidentally texted a human being. Now, now you're sharing his conspiracy theory. You think it was the crows. It is Un- making more, more sense. <laughs> I do believe that they would be extra dirty. <laughs> oh, crows, they're filthy. Filthy. <laughs> well, because they're just, they're just, I don't know. I, they, um, they're sexy. I, I'm really back on the sexy? thing that they, rec- I just back on the part that they recognize my face. I never knew that. Are you afraid that crows are, are putting you in their spank bank? <laughs> this is maybe one of the weirdest conversations we have ever had. And that is really saying I something. Would you be flattered if you found, if you found out a crow? I don't even know how to answer that, Bird. I don't even know how to answer that. 
Although now that you mention it, they used to sit on my signs all the time. Oh boy. And they would caw a lot. Mm. Okay, uh, this is. Can we go? Can we go back to talking about me as a realtor? Because honestly, this Absolutely. is just. This I, is. I cannot believe. <laughs> I mean, if you were to just, if you, if you are listening for the first time, because you said if we ought to be first time listeners, I am sorry because I'm sure you are wildly confused. Yeah, I am I, too. Just so you know, as the host, if you're confused as a listener, I'm confused as the host. I'm a little confused too. I will say that if you're a first time listener, uh, I am dirtier this season than I ever have been before. <laughs> <clears throat> Much earlier than previous. Uh, Burnt is more. Guess what? He's more tart because of that lemonade. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I because think we so. started in the summer and I've been drinking that lemon juice. <laughs> Ooh. And now that I really look at you, your teeth are getting shorter. Yeah, they are. I think they're <laughs> they're a little little Tom Cruise teeth. Uh, not that well, his teeth are very big. Ironically enough. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, well, got he has me hooked that on this. one big one in the middle. You well, he, that? No, he got it shifted over. Oh, he did. Yes, he did. He had adult oh. braces. Tom Cruise, adult braces wearer for a while. That's right. Well, That's, I mean, that, that was. I bet that you was, sting. I bet you sting didn't need braces. Probably not. I'm sure he had. Uh, the English are known for their teeth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I did. I did want to find out, uh, Doug, who is your musical hall pass? If, if sting is, is, uh, is Jones, then who's is yours? Oh, for sure. Sade. <laughs> The sweetest taboo. I love that. Never Boy, seen it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any problem. No, uh, she's, sorry, she's Sweet. the best. I would. Li- I would. I absolutely. I know this because he's told me that before. Mm. Absolutely fine with it. Doug, are you saying you've never seen her in concert, or you do not know what she looks like? I don't know what she looks like. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted a counterpart to Sting, and that sure. was the closest I could get. We listen to her a lot in, uh, you know, when we're in the boudoir. And uh, she's she's sexy. She's sexy as hell. Her voice is, is she? Is, she's a gorgeous is, lady. Her voice is. is miraculous. <laughs> frankly, her voice is miraculous. And then I made the joke. Well, if you get hall pass with Sade, then I have I get to sing at least. I don't want to necessarily be there, but maybe just in the next room singing. But but then I was like, no, I can't. Att- you know, it would be just. Uh, I was trying pass, to be. Uh, I was trying to be silly because you know she has sung before when we're right. kind of doing. And I thought, oh well, you know, if I ha- if I could be a part of it somehow, maybe I'll just do the singing. But uh, you right. Know, so I, you're saying you're saying since Sade is singing while you and Doug are having sexual intercourse, why wouldn't you see, sing? Li- Bert, I mean, Wait. I'm trying to be. He just goes. That wasn't right dirty. For that it. was that was very clinical. Oh no, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me that. That was that was just clinical. Not the way you said it. Uh, sexual, sexual Congress. Is that better? Ooh. Uh, coitus. No, I don't like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Again, I don't know how we got here. Uh, but yes, I think I'm it's fine. my fault. I'm fine with that whole pass because she's amazing. And mm. oh boy, Sting is, I mean, th- that's a better one than mine, to be honest. I got, I mean, that's just it. Why don't, why don't you both uh, imagine Sade and Sting uh, having sex with each other? And no, I think that, I, that's. Wait, wait, I want to be there. I want to be in there. I want to oh, be, be there. Oh, you can be there. That's what I'm saying. Imagine I want to be in there, there. Burnt is what I'm saying. I want to be in that. I okay. want to be in that. Imagine yourselves in a foursome with uh, Sting and Sade. It's <laughs> kind of fun. It is, isn't it? See, not so bad now. Is that a murder? That foursome? Well, <laughs> a murder of what, Doug? He's, he's Participants. Referring- a murder of participants. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't, I don't, Doug, a sling, a sling. I don't, I don't know that you sling. understand how, how possessive nouns work or, or not, not possessive. What is it? It's, uh, uh, oh. 
caught yourself in a trap. I see. I, I did. I can't hold back. <laughs> a murder. Uh, well, when we'll get it, we're gonna take a break, and we'll this murder of participants will be back with our guests. <laughs> we'll be right back with more video. Bro, listen. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Charles. Um, um, the subject line is coyote. And then the... Uh, the, the body of the message is, this guy is a big one. And um, you can't see it, but it's a picture of a big coyote. That's it. And welcome back to the Neighborhood Listen. And as always, we have a guest from our neighborhood of Dignity Falls. Joan? We- we do. And I'm going to read this post. And this is actually... Uh, oh, by the way, we should explain the concept is that uh, we uh, we we look at uh, a post on the Neighbor app, that is the Neighborhood Social Networking Platform. And uh, we, we look at interesting ones and then we bring somebody in to talk to them a little bit more. It's, it's good that you said that, Bernd, because if they had just been listening to the first section, you would have never known that that is the purpose Absolutely of not. this podcast. So I thought it was a sex show for crows. <laughs> A sexual for crows. No, I can't do it. Oh, I just can't do it like he does. Okay. How would Sade sing that? I'm not even going to touch that. She is a queen and she's magic. Mm. She, but, magic queen. It, but I'll tell you what, it would be perfection. Mm. Oh, boy, my voice is just too nasal. We're not even going to get into it. There's some commenters that don't like the sound of my voice. What? I had one commercial out one time and someone was just like, I just can't listen to that commercial because what it's commercial so- was it? Uh, I don't want to get into it. We have our guest here, but uh, it was just basically a commercial where I was uh, on a boat out at Lake, uh, out at, oh, sorry, I called it Lake, Lake, Lake. That's why it's so Lake hard Lank, to say yeah. the title. That's right. Why did they name it I that? I don't know. <laughs> Lake Lake. So I was out on Lake Lake. Terrible. It's a terrible name. <laughs> but I was out on one of those pon- pontoon boats. The it was pon- the 4th of yes, July. I remember this now. It was the 4th of July themed one. And I thought yes. it would be fun to sort of like have, Drug had a drone and it started close on my face and then pulled away. That's right. And I was said. It Doug, was, wait, Doug directed this commercial? <laughs> yes. And if, if, correct me if I'm wrong. This was this was the Chamber of Commerce of Dignity Falls, and they did a commercial for the Fourth of July. There was no, there's not a celebration. It was just for the advertising well, the holiday. It was, but I was the summer that I tried to get into boat realty as well. Yes, so it was right. me saying, you know, I always say I want to put you in a home. Although yes. we decided that was bad because it sounded too much. How like much do you admire Quincy? <laughs> say again. How much do you admire Quincy? Wouldn't you like to live on a houseboat? Quincy. I need to... Quincy Emmy. Quincy Emmy. Who's that? The medical examiner. Played by Jack Klugman. Oh, is this... This is one of the older the shows. The original CSI. you like to reference. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, you lost You were me. afraid people I'm were going to leave in droves. I did. <laughs> Thank God they came back for the crow sex. So... You're on a pontoon boat. So, I was on a pontoon boat. And I said, <clears throat> uh, I'm 
Joe, you know, and I was having to yell. So maybe because that's the, why. The drone because the drone had pulled high, away from your face, yeah. It was a high, well, and I thought that I still had to keep yelling. I forgot that I was mic'd, so when the <laughs> drone pulled away, I thought I had to be loud enough that's to right. match it that's right. so it could hear me. I thought the microphone was on the drone. Well, because so you come from like, the theater where it's you're, it's all projection. That's right. And so I said, I'm Joan Pedestrian, and this 4th of July, I want to put you on a and I, and I just yelled. I yelled mm-hmm. so loud and people just hated it. But I received it's, comments. I, from- the, the, I think the problem with that commercial was because the drone was getting further away and you were, you were trying to project more and more that people couldn't understand the word boat. So when you said, we used to, I want to put you in a boat, they couldn't make out the last word. And it's, I think people took it as a threat. <laughs> Because they thought I was saying what bone? Some people thought you said bog. Uh, bog. Some people thought you said barrel. That's two syllables. That's ridiculous. But why would the, any of those words put them in danger? Uh, well, it sounds threat. I'm gonna put you in a barrel. Doesn't that sound threatening? <laughs> I'm gonna put you in a bog. Maybe except for the phrase is over a barrel or in a bog. I mean, yeah, I guess. I, well, I that, guess. that if they, they didn't think it was a play on the phrase over a barrel, they thought. <laughs> I mean, I know what's happened. I appreciate you giving me another reason for why people didn't like it as opposed to just that they didn't like my voice. Um, but Absolutely. anyways, that's why I just didn't well, want to read this to long voice, paragraph. Sorry, but yes. I'm going to try to read it very calmly. I'm going to try reading it lower. Uh, I'm going to try to have more of a radio voice right now. Give, we'll give, it a, give an Elizabeth Holmes and see what happens. <laughs> just just like this? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. Everything's on the up and up with my company. I'm just, I'm not going to do Oh, I thought that was I'm the post. Sorry. No, because that'll just take away from the actual post. Let's focus on the post. I'm sure. going to read it in my new join, join, join voice. <laughs> okay, here we go. Just my husband in a long black coat. That's the headline. <laughs> it's a picture of a woman in her own coat in front of a Christmas tree with a man. But here's the thing, folks. It's just from his torso up. And so we can't see this long coat at all, but it is described. You'll hear how it's described. So she says, just my husband in a long black coat. I'm sorry if my husband has caused anyone an accidental scare. There was a now deleted post here warning to watch out for a man in a black trench coat in the neighborhood. And also a kind neighbor checked in to tell me this trench coated man was seen leaving our front garden in particular. Well, that man is my sweet husband, Mig, and we share our beloved home here on the corner of uh, East East Lincoln. That's that weird one. Where oh, they had yes. to give it to, because we all have a Lincoln. So they had, to, like, instead of naming it a different president, yes. they named it with a double direction. Yes, it's so strange because it's yeah. like East Lincoln and then the, the, there's like a little, a little tiny, it's almost like a, a just a, just a median of grass and then it becomes East East Lincoln. Yes. It's so it's a headache for the mailman. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> I love vintage and historic clothing, and so I commissioned a brilliant seamstress to custom tailor a Victoria Taylor spelled T A Y L O R. I'm sure she did. It's kind of a cute little mistake. A uh, custom tailor, unless his name was Taylor. Maybe it was Taylor the Tailor or her. She did say seamstress. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so but why can't men be seamstresses? You know what? We'll just have Mig explain all of this to us. Okay. Absolutely. So I commissioned a brilliant seamstress to custom tailor a Victorian coat for him. He often wears it when he walks to the plaza, for a, which I also need to know about. I haven't heard of the plaza for a late meal. I got to, I got to bed early. The other night, he does recall a startling incident accidentally walking into some folks walking by the house. So that must have been the misunderstanding. I have so many questions. Accidentally so if you, walking yeah, into I, some listen, folks walking we'll, by the house. We'll let okay. him explain. Sure. So if you see him walking around, please don't worry. He lives here. He... <laughs> 
he, oh, sorry. <clears throat> I have to go lower. Here are some pictures of us for reference. And he's wearing the hat and coat in the photo by our window with our nephew and me. So everybody, please welcome. And I see he's wearing the coat. Mig. Yes. <laughs> Mig, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Mig, uh, uh, I, 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 first of all, we, we need to know about the plaza because I, I feel like this has been rumored for a while that they were building a plaza in Dignity Falls. And, and, and you're saying it's done? It's done. It has a wide array of uh, supply shops where one can purchase medical-grade jars, um, <laughs> soft-sounding shoes, really sturdy shovels and um uh, various bones okay oh, okay uh, that's bones when you say various do you mean crafting bones uh, bones <laughs> you might use for <laughs> gifts um po Gift. potpourri designs uh, bathroom accoutrement it, it's primarily a crafting plaza the a crafting oh, plaza a crafting plaza all right got it and are these bones, uh, are they, are they, um, what, what species would you say they came from? A reptile mostly, hmm. but uh, it's mostly because that's the, the most likely bone you'll find when you go looking for bones. Uh, because they taste worse than other bones, I think. It has something to do with the marrow. Uh, okay. So <laughs> again, I, I, I'm, what I'm going to do is try to keep him on point here because what we're really trying, I think what we I were hoping so many to bone do questions, for, though. I know what we were hoping to do is make sure that um, we honor his, her husband's, uh, his husband's uh, wish, which is that she says he's not creepy. So um, people are apparently uh, upset by the presence of you in this coat at night, mm. Mig. Mm. And uh, so I think right now I'd like to hear a little bit more about the incident walking into someone as opposed to the bones? Because that might not, that might get us in the wrong direction if we're I trying to that. turn people's heads around uh, as to who you are and what you're all about. So let's put the bones, let's put the craft plaza aside. But we will get back to it. I we will think. definitely get back to it. But let's just start from the coat. And Burnt, you had some questions. You go, you go ahead. Oh, I just had bone questions. I got to think of a coat. Oh my now. goodness. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, all right. So, uh, this, 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 uh, the, the, the coat that you're, that you're wearing, yes. uh, was this something that you desired or that your wife surprised you with? I think she and I, uh, enjoy old fashioned clothing together since the death of my three previous wives. <laughs> I hadn't had a coat that felt right to wear or one that, um, smelled right uh, the scent of the cemetery can often leave long ingrained wafts deep within the fibers of any coat, and she wanted one that was less funereal and more uh, memorial. Oh, so a long black Victorian coat. Mm -hmm. uh, and and let's so you've been married three times before. Uh, on paper. How does that work? Recorded. And it's hard to. Um, I've had a, a couple common law marriages, and then uh, three that one could potentially look up and see. Yes. Meaning, you were not living with these people. That you just. What did you get married? Uh, when you From spend a, distance, a long or? period of time, uh, potentially with someone who is gravely ill. Uh, and becomes more gravely ill the longer time you spend together, you get certain benefits once that person has passed away. Mm. 
Uh, you mean in, in, uh, like a, you sort of become a caretaker and then uh, you you are awarded certain things when this per- beneficiary common law husband I and I want to say I I sense some discomfort from you uh, with me in your home and I think it's because of the unpleasantness with my last wife who fell out of the window onto the wrought iron gate um <laughs> It was very public. It was during the block party. I'm well aware. Uh, and it had nothing to do with me. I will say, when a doctor prescribes you resistance bands, use them as prescribed. Don't do anything different, for they can propel you seemingly out a window onto a wrought iron fence. Mm. I so, mean, how do we unpack everything that yeah, was just said, Burns? I don't know. It's how a to lot. Start. I'll admit it's a lot. So during, well, during thank a block party, you for that. Uh, during a block party, one of your wives, or or uh, uh, legal or common law? Oh, legal, legal. Okay, one of your one of your wives uh, was was exercising a la uh, Harry Reid with these uh, resistance bands, and uh, and just I guess uh, so much resistance that uh, eventually they they flew out the window. She was doing this thing where she had tied it to a doorknob and walked in one direction with her arms behind her down the hallway for as long as she could. And um, I was arranging a bouquet of lilies downstairs when I heard a sharp kapwing and then a shatter. (laughs) And I rushed out to the top floor out the window where... The whole neighborhood was staring at me, arms stretched before me with lilies, as my wife perished on the ground. I'm below. so sorry for it's it, it was such an uh, it's uh, so unlucky that sound she made was so comical, and yes. I really apologize because we, as you saw, we started to giggle a little bit. But and, real uh, real Mad Magazine uh, sound. It and, really uh, really was. I'm sorry, Mig. Um, this wrought iron fence. I do have one question about that. Uh, I, I presumably spikes. Spikes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Okay. Victorian. Uh, and p- peculiarly This is named, outside your home, correct? Yes. It, yeah. uh, they're impalement-grade spikes that the fence was made <laughs> And that's of. just because you love the era. Is that correct? I'm trying so hard to sort of paint you. You know what You know what I want to believe? And, and I'm sorry that I made you feel like I was creeped out with you in my home. And I know sometimes we are afraid of what we don't understand. So I'm trying to understand you more because I don't want anyone to feel unwelcome in my home. Uh I'm trying to imagine that you're sort of like that old man from Home Alone. Oh, yes. Next door, and he just shovels salt, and the brothers make up stories about him. But in the end, he's just misunderstood, even though he is very scary. He's Uh, nearly Robert's Blossom. I'm just like that man, except I don't perform a public service. (laughs) Um, I do, on occasion, walk up and down the streets late at Mm. night on my way to grave rubbings or to the plaza for a late-night meal. Mm. Oh, they serve food at the craft plaza. Is there a food court at the craft plaza? Hot or room-temperature soup, depending on how much you're willing to pay. Certainly. Uh, So uh, there was one, speaking of your your nightly uh, walks, uh, there was one, a little confusing passage in in the the quite long post that your wife made uh, where it seemed like she was going to say you wandered into someone's home, but then she, she sort of pulled back. Yes. And uh, can you can you can you clear clear that up for us? I think the word uh, the problem is the word she wanted to use was amble. I mm. didn't so much wander; I ambled into a home that was not my own. 
it, it was less of uh, out of awareness occasionally at night. The glow of the streetlights, the feel of the cold temperature on my skin puts me into a trance-like state. <laughs> I don't know. I have no concepts of uh, man-made barriers or property lines. Uh, yeah, because this makes it sound like... <laughs> This makes it sound like you were the one who was frightened because she says he does recall a startling incident. You, so it, you accidentally yes, this walked is your into account. Some, yes. yes. <laughs> so you, so you, you were startled. I wandered into a birthday party. Oh, it says nothing about that. Wow. Right. Thankfully, she. I feel I need to be completely upfront with you as neighbors. <sighs> I wandered into Thank a child's you. birthday party, admittedly looking like the grim specter of death. Uh, it was a startling event for everyone. I'm not going to deny that as a reality. And it was a nighttime kid's birthday party. <laughs> I, so I'm not the only strange one here. Let's oh, just put I that mean, out. There we go. This was I guess that's why you were startled. Who would expect that? And and sauce, sauce for the goose. Who Absolutely. would expect the bounce house at night at night? And they were still <laughs> serving appetizers. This wasn't the tail end of a child's birthday. It was <laughs> beginning, beginning at 9.45 p.m. Wow. 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 Well, you know what that is on them. That is yeah. on them. You're asking for a strange man in an undertaker <laughs> outfit to wander into your child's birthday party if you have it after sundown. I don't know what else to tell you. Now, let me, can I ask you, what was the reaction of the of the people at the party, the children, <laughs> these night out children? What, what was, what, what happened when you, when you uh, ambled into the party? The fear of a child is measurable in various states of reaction. The first layer is a scream of fright. That's not what this was. There was actual existential fear in the whole room. You cannot put words to the experience of walking into a room full of children in the dead of night as none of them makes a sound and the breath leaves their bodies in the opposite of a gasp. So just air going out? Ima it, it, it is, imagine the most like, mirthless <gasps> version of a balloon deflating. And that's sort of the sound. No flapping. If you were holding it open totally, not a silly wee sound, just air escaping rapidly from a balloon. You it are was, weirdly good at doing sound effects. It is the oddest thing. It's true. You're very good at it. Uh, you're, you're like a, it's, a, a, you know a what? what was the guy's name? Uh, Michael Winslow. <laughs> I tried doing. Oh, oh my God! Doug was, Doug was imitating it, sort of, sort and of a life raft. Sorry, that was horrifying. <laughs> sorry, that was all the salt they got in my ass. Sure. Speaking no, of no. which, I, yeah. I I would not recommend eating too much pepper because that is a surefire way to get prostate stones. <laughs> I, oh. I I did I did not know that. Well, that, that might true. be part is of the reason. Is that from personal experience, Mick? I do. I don't just wear Victorian clothing. I suffer from some Victorian ailments. <laughs> Could you give us five? Um, iodine surplus. <laughs> Wallpaper disorder. <laughs> Baby's breath brain. <laughs> Fingernails that are too little. <laughs> Soft ankles. <laughs> uh, 
I could go on, but no, I feel that, like I, just, that's, just that's terrible. You all that's enough. terrible. Plenty. Um, I'm so sorry. Wow. I don't even know what I, I would, uh, what I could uh, give you. For sure, that. at the if pharmacy, you, what would yes. you give him for fingernails that were too small? <laughs> Wrapping them in widow's lace and uh, <laughs> dipping in a mixture of uh, petroleum jelly and tallow. Oh. <laughs> well, you, it sounds like you've got things under control. It sure does. You probably have. Do you, did your do your wife and you like to do uh, ren fairs? Is that something that you like to do, or is that is that too simplistic for you? We do famous funeral reenactments. Uh, like the, whose? Um, uh, sometimes they're perspe- like funerals that haven't happened yet. That we're, I guess, a reenactment would be the false. So, like fa- fantasy funeral? A pre-enactment. A pre-enactment. I was yes. Going, yes I was okay, a pre-enactment. Yeah, right. Joe, so, are you going to call them fantasy funeral? <laughs> oh, that was weird, but iodine surplus wasn't? I was, I was merely asking. I was merely asking. But uh, we've done uh, kind of all the classics. Um, uh, the Judy class- Garland. Uh, <laughs> The the princess of so Ireland. Do you read? <laughs> he said the classics. Yeah, everyone knows the princess of Ireland. <laughs> of course. Oh, what was that take song, us, Joan? Yeah, take, what was that uh, song about the princess of Ireland? We used to sing when we were kids. Yes, on the cliffs, no more will she stand by. On the cliffs, no more stand by, cause she fell down off those cliffs aside. So that is why. <laughs> Oh, it's very tied it up very a, neatly. <laughs> it is. Well, they always tell a quick story, and it's, it's usually true. about the death and it's why, true. and it's a warning, very and true. it's always for children. We had they had to bury her so quickly because the song only lasted that long. <laughs> they didn't even do a repeat. No, no, no double bar. Re, everyone, virtually everyone got a shovel and three shovelfuls, and it was done. Now, Mig, uh, so let, let's say, so one wife we know died by uh, a rubber band accident. How did the other two of your of your legal wives die? Uh, one died from ascending the staircase with a candelabra, and it uh, caught on to the edge of her nightgown, and she was immolated. Caught on to well, okay. How did it, she was? was if she you're was holding, holding the candelabra. Up- we, well, she, I, she, I was, I was holding the candelabra. Okay? Oh, I see. I she was see. following I think it's best me. Best if you're up being honest, Meg. This is fine. Okay, yeah. so walk us through this. So you're, is I'm assuming this was a nighttime ritual because mm-hmm. I bet at home you guys are getting all funky with candelabras and yes. Victorian nighttime. What do you mean activities. by getting funky? <laughs> I, I would like Meg to explain it because I think he knows what I mean. But uh, I do. My, my bet is that some funky shit goes down that is old, that is that is Victorian style, and it begins with you ascending the staircase with a candelabra. There and I don't know that nothing. I need to know what happens after that. <clears throat> but on this particular night... On this particular night, we both were enjoyers of the eroticism of holding sorry, multiple what, candles was it, was it at once. Was it a night just like this? A night just like this when the fog slips down from the hills like a grandmother's hair falling down her back when the final pin is pulled from her updo. That's beautiful, Mig. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So we were, we had finished music in the drawing room. I was leading her upstairs where we do poetry in the attic. 
and it was one of those things where she said something and I was like, what? And she said, never mind. And then Noah said, no, really, what? And I leaned a little bit too close to her nightgown, which was very dry. Mm. And this just goes as a warning. Never sleep in a too dry nightgown. Mm. They're very flammable, much like a Christmas tree. It's tough because a lot of ladies like their nightgowns just just sure. bone dry. Yes, it, bone dry. What would you recommend? Um, maybe hanging your nightgown in the bathroom when you shower. Mm. It doesn't need to be damp. It Certainly just needs not. to. Ha- if you could potentially, if you were to suck on the cloth, you'd oh. feel a little bit of moisture. Right. You so know? make sure you make make sure your nightgown is as moist as a German chocolate cake. Exactly, but not not no coconut. No take okay. it. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> you even you even you even clear your throat in a Victorian fashion. <laughs> you do so now. That's what's funny is that a, a sort of relatively innocuous, modern sounding misunderstanding is what led to this very Victorian. Death. Death, mm. yeah. It, it, it's, isn't if that she had always only, the way? Was, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's sounding like that is the way for you. So that's how, so I can imagine that what people show up to the house. At, please tell me that you do have sort of, you have phones in the house. You were able to call 911. What happens when your wife it catches on fire? Mm. Well, I went down to our telephone machine. I said, <sighs> four, five, six, Madeline. <laughs> it took... 15 minutes to be connected to the locust. Oh, this was lo- before you this was before you moved to East East Lincoln. Yes, this was before uh-huh. East East Lincoln. This was this was West North Madison. And you have you have te- can you explain the phone? Uh we try to surround ourselves with the machinery of the era that we have a fascination with. Uh, you so and we, all your previous wives and current wife. Correct. Mm. Um, and we had found this uh, in an abandoned Gilded Age mansion. It still worked just fine. Mysteriously, it connects to an operator ma- named Mabel somewhere somewhere nearby. And she completes all of our calls. Mm. But okay. Mabel was a little slow to get to the phone this time. And mm. that 17 minutes really cost us in terms oh. of... <laughs> in terms of your wife being on fire. In terms of Winifred sure, sure. being yes. burned alive, oh, yes. Oh, Winifred, beautiful. Yes. Beautiful uh, in both name. cases... <clears throat> oh, I don't know, Bert. Should we ask how the third wife died before? Because I do have a question, but it's going to be applicable to all three situations, I think. Yes, I mean, yeah. if it doesn't... If it's not too painful to discuss, which we yes, that did it, not even cover before. But you're it did, right. It seems like you're fine with it. Uh, <laughs> could you tell us how your, your, your remaining wife died? Yes, Lavinia's is less interesting. She was killed by a race car at a race car track. Oh, really? It, was kind, it kind of doesn't fit into the whole thing, so I don't like to talk about it too much. Sure. She loved because race cars. You prefer, because you prefer it when the deaths fit into your preferable era? I, I mean, when you have a brand, you know. Meg, I, I do have to ask, did that car win? I mean, I, weirdly, the car wasn't involved in the race. I it think was a it race was car a, that was not involved in the, the current More race. of a decorative. It was. So, I think they were trying to bring the Munsters back at the time, <laughs> and it was sort of a oh, Munster oh, movie. Oh, so then it was well, sort of. You've got to be happy it, about that. Well, exactly. Right? That yeah. has to make you happy. That had to have been the silver lining. 
I mean, otherwise, I might not be here today. I don't know that I could live with myself. Uh, If your wife didn't die in a Victorian manner? Is that what you're saying? Yes. If if she hadn't been killed by a car that had fabric tassels hanging from the top of it, I don't know that I would have been able to go. If she had been run over by the Batmobile, how would that feel? I don't think it's it a kind of guy. depends on the Batmobile. I mm. don't want one that feels kind of scaled back. Like this is like a Christopher Nolan Batmobile. Right. That's like, is this even what is this is a tank? What does mm. this have to do with bats? Yeah. I would like at least some sort of bat wing accent. Mm. Uh, but still, it's hard to lose three wives. I OK. <clears throat> so two questions. And I know you want to get back to the crafty bones. Oh, first. sure. Indeed, I do. Um. I was trying to let him sort of, uh, I thought what was going to happen was we were going to find out a lot of things that didn't uh, continue to make make sound like he's, might be a bit problematic and why people are scared. And that didn't, I don't know if that necessarily happened. We had three wives who've died. I'd say the first two, you were uh, the only person in the home with them. What I, my question is, is were there police involved and were you ever considered a suspect? Because you got to admit these, these, it makes you look bad. This is where it helps being the governor's brother. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to pretend that that privilege doesn't come with several benefits. I think some, but I don't don't know. When people see me, they kind of get the whole thing. Mm. Um, And also, again, uh, you know, I, I think my brother is frightened of me. And I... I mean, I have no control over that. Mm, it's true. Um, Sibling relationships are difficult sometimes. Always, yes. Sure. Uh, I, w- I would not know. I'm an, I'm an only child of only children. Uh, <clears throat> I have zero cousins. Uh, Mig, what is, is Mig short for something? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, so it is a, it's an old Celtic rune. Um that I, funnily enough, it's it's not even for something scary. It's just um, like a. It just is what the the color an eye turns when it dies. I think that's the Celtic rune for it. You, Mig. I mean, that's you a, say that's Mig little, is the name of the color, or it's the name of the. It's a sort of a, a opaque. It's the name of the rune that indicates the yes. color that an eye turns when a person has died. Sorry, opaque thank you for green, that sort okay. of opaque milky green. And your I parents think. named you this. Or yes. did you choose this? Okay, oh, you were born. No, they named they named me it. Which I so a big part of this has to be on them, right? Well, well, are you saying I, are you saying you don't enjoy the the sort of the way you live? Is it? Do you feel like you're trapped in it? I mean, it's uh, does someone enjoy being a Lutheran? You know, it's like how do you look at how you were raised? What you? I you can't know? answer that. It's no. You are right. <laughs> Well, but you know, it's funny because when you when you talk about the Munsters, now the Munsters were, they were hideous monsters, but they didn't mm-hmm. realize it. And they, they felt bad for their human niece who would look like a, who was a gorgeous Marilyn. Girl. Marilyn. Right. And, and, yeah. and, uh, and so they were just opposite guys. You know, they looked at everybody like, if, if, if uh, you like this, I don't like it. And if you don't like it, I do like it. And, and is that sort of, but they, they seemed happy. They, they seemed more confused than anything when people would... <laughs> Knock on their door, and when the door opened, the person would. Their hat would fly or run away. Bert their hat loves the monsters. He knows every would... single episode by heart. He just loves the monsters. Did you know it's a comedy? Because I, I, I had watched it for, for so I'd seen every episode a million times, and then somebody said, I saw it on some list of sitcoms, and I was like, oh, I thought it was like a, like a sort of half hour drama. So, what did you uh, think the laugh track was? 
Oh, I didn't realize it was people laughing. I thought it was people gasping in fear. A Greek, a Greek chorus of horror. Yes, a Greek chorus of horror. Uh, and horror. I, I was always confused because Marilyn goes to school. Like, how was she? <laughs> and these other people that look right. like her. Yes. How was she not like, wait, I feel like my family is monsters. Yes. You know? Everyone else that I've ever seen, right. except for these four people, looks like me. Yes. Yeah. Very, very confusing um, but you know, again, like all of the greatest sitcoms, that leaves you asking questions. Uh, sure. Uh, do you have Did a I job? do that? Classic sitcom questions. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Meg, do you have a job? I'm an embalmer and a preschool <laughs> substitute teacher. Well, I was going to say on the nose, but then it took a left turn. Yeah, I mean the embalmer I do for for free. It's volunteer work, but oh, no, more the, of an avocation. The, yeah. Right, exactly. How does and that the, work? How does one get to do embalming as a hobby? Kind of, if you have the chemicals and the body doesn't, the stomach doesn't explode at the showing. Well, I guess sort of my question you. is: Okay, so if you're not doing it, but but whose bodies are you embalming? If if you're just do, if you're not getting paid for it, Ooh, are you just volunteering yes, your services? I have a follow up, and and has anyone asked you to do this? Yes. Wow. Um, <laughs> These are not. We're not trying to be gotcha here. Those are they, not gotcha and, questions. But hopefully. boy, I feel like I'm walking into a minefield. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am asked. Do I do exactly what I am asked? <laughs> oh I, do the words embalm this person appear in what I'm being asked? Yes. Do the words please don't also appear? Yes. Oh, but dear. <laughs> I hope they come after that last sentence, not before. <laughs> what, are some, what, are some, what are some classic please don'ts when you're asked to embalm someone? Um, please don't take out the teeth. Oh, I wouldn't uh, have thought of that. I wouldn't have thought of that either. Yeah, please, uh, please don't, don't push the jaw all the way down so that the mouth is open and oh, the appearance of a final scream. Oh, like oh. Connie. Yeah, Connie. Uh, please don't bleach the hair white. A lot of these, and it's important because if you don't tell me not to, I'm not going to know not to. Let me ask, do you, do you uh, this seems like now that you got me thinking about these things, uh, when you embalm a body, do you prefer the eyes to be opened or closed? I prefer them looking in one direction, uh, to the side, because there's something, <laughs> there's something more powerful and lifelike rather than having the eyes open looking How to the How are you even distance. able to, to achieve that? Um... <laughs> You can, if it has to be a plastic melon baller, it can't be no. metal. No, no, no. What, what, what do you do? Oh, but my. interestingly I, enough, you'd think it would have to do with the eyes. Sometimes you can go in the ears from behind and rotate <laughs> with minimal Where? bruising. <laughs> just, just picturing a corpse lying in a casket with snow white hair, with its eyes. mouth open, and looking off to the side—it's quite an image that I have in my mind right now. It sort of looks like the body's been told an untoward joke. <laughs> mouth wide open, looking to the side, like, can you believe? This is utterly bizarre. Uh, uh, I'm very surprised I haven't. I mean, that word hasn't gotten around about some of these open casket funerals, just about you in general. Um, I I, I want to ask you about your current wife. Sure. 
uh, how a how do you normally meet people? B mm-hmm. this woman. Here we don't have her name. Oh no, we do. It's it's oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Aria. Is it? It's it's a. a, a Aria. Big, was it? What is it? Uh, 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 Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Aria. Aaliyah. We kind of switch it up now and then. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> for fun. Well, um, I, I do a lot of um, bar trivia, bar crawls, things <laughs> like that. It's a wonderful place to meet people who know a lot about things that you're interested in, mm. and. Uh, Aria, Aaliyah, uh, she was in a final speed round at Bar Trivia, mm. uh, and it was about different parts of the body that keep growing after you die. Sure. Mm. And basically, you had to ding a bell every time it was one that would keep growing, and you couldn't ding the bell when it was one that wouldn't, you know? And she got them all right immediately, and I thought, I want to buy that woman uh, a hot cream. <laughs> a hot cream? Is that a Victorian thing? It's a very much Victorian thing, uh-huh. yes. Okay. Like a like a, a modern day latte or like a modern day latte, but just hot, hot cream. Mm. <laughs> just pipe piping hot. Piping hot. And it's really it the the vapor of the hot cream is really what you're enjoying. Oh, oh I see. So sure, you sure, sort of sure, just sure. hover over yeah. it. Yeah. And, Pre-scalded and cream. It you're getting right. the yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, and and in this post, it says that she's very into historic costumes. She got the coat for you. So was it just a happy? <clears throat> I don't want to use the word accident around you. Was it a happy, happy thing uh, that she liked that you had the same interests, or do you seek out only women who have the same interest at you? Or was this the first time that you met a woman who, who mm. shared this interest? That is, a, I I appreciate that question. I certainly feel that she and I have something that that the other. Uh, uh, significant others I've had have not. And I think a big part of that is it's not just that she has a lot of money. It's not just that she has antiquated undergarments that she collects. See, Um, I told you they get funky. Burnt. Who? (laughs) Oh, me. Yes. Exactly. You did. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So please continue, Mick. So 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 this was a new thing for you, that it was someone that you could share these things with. She already had because did you make the other wives just get into it before? Did you have yeah, to Yeah, Winifred and Lavinia, did you did you get them into being uh, I had to claw I had to fight tooth and nail to get them. And I was like, well, Your names like are Winifred and Lavinia and you're not gonna that be is that strange. Into this? That yeah. is strange. Absolutely. Uh, again, uh, you know, Lavinia was all about race cars, which I was like, that's <laughs> weird. That's right. That's very weird. It's strange, we yeah. sit out here. It's hot. We're watching people do what we drove here doing. It, I, it just made no sense to me. <laughs> that is nice, though, that you went along with her for one of her interests. It's, if is, you're I going don't see to you enter- outdoors a lot. I just don't see you at out- outdoor events. Is that is? Am I right in that? I mean, I burnt through my parasol collection like you wouldn't believe. Uh. So I, I, I would believe, actually. I would believe it. <laughs> so Lavinia, Lavinia, uh, that was more of an effort. Um, Winifred, Winifred just uh, had sort of um, chronic vapors, which I feel like eventually she but was But not like, hot cream vapors. Not hot cream vapors. This the was bad internal vapors. vapors <laughs> sort of ongoing faint spells. Ooh, that gives me the hot cream oh, no. vapors. <laughs> maybe some, some sexy slang from Victorian times. Oh, boy. Are we close, Mig? <laughs> I, I mean, 
You're as you're as close as you're as close as a crow to a newly dug grave. Oh, oh no! I bet back, you do know crows. a lot about crows, don't you, Mig? I was I, I was so thrilled to hear this discussion about how crows recognize faces. It's it's purported in ancient Gaelic myth that crows are the reincarnated souls of warriors who died ungloriously on the battlefield. Mm. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, I heard they were all drones. It could also they could be all drones. I I've have I have read that the theory that birds don't exist. I I've heard this. Yes, I've heard oh, this as well. Oh, right, this thing. Yes, yes. But I but that is wild. Let's get back. Let's get back to my Victorian wives. Do you think how long have you been together with this current wife with Aaliyah Aria? Twenty eight months. Hmm. Interesting. Mm, how long? How long in a relationship do you go by months? Uh until until the relationship would be able to walk and have opinions if right. it were a child. What what percentile do you put this relationship in? <laughs> I, I mean, I, in terms of how well it's going, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, like you know, like the like the um the sort of. Uh, not literal, but figurative weight and height of the mm, relationship. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I would say this relationship is very close to a kid who you'd begin to be like, that kid's going to be good at spelling bees. You know? Oh, okay. Like is it, so, it's, so the relationship is walking at this point? W- walking, uh, understands shapes, is good oh. at doing <laughs> relatively simple puzzles. Uh, but also really listens to adult conversation. Do you know mm. the type of child? Yes, yes, who, yes Indeed, you're, yes. You're like, Observant. That ch- yes, that child's not playing with that brightly colored tool set at all. They're listening to adult conversation. Uh, yes. Uh, under, I, uh, uh, yes. Uh, this leads me to know, to want to know, are, do you want to have children? I would love to have children. <laughs> big, big fan. Big fan. Big, big fan of of new people. You know. Oh well, a child is definitely a new person. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so then, what about uh, how do you feel about this relationship? Do you feel like she will live? A. Good question. A, yeah. Might she yes. be the mother of your first child? Yes, I think, I mean, this one, the others didn't feel right. This one feels really right. She, I mean, first of all, she's very clear that she would, you know, plan on surviving, which I think is great. It's always important to have that conversation with someone. Oh, I I was going to ask you, does she know your history with your your other wives? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. I I mean, she knows it in many ways better than I do. Uh, How's that? I don't get that. She's a fan of mysterious deaths. You know, kind of one of those people who you're like, what? Oh, it takes all kinds, doesn't yeah. it? Yep, yes. yep, yep. She's an MBA. And, and so she knew, she knew all about it, you know. And, and so we are thankfully on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we have both found each other. And sometimes, to be honest, I fear for my own life, which is really an exciting turn. Uh, oh, you're excited about it. Why do you mm-hmm. fear for your own life? Well, we were talking about... You mean because about, of these incidents like in the post or... Yeah, I mean, it's so funny because there are things that I used to do that suddenly she's asking me, like, would I want to be buried with a hat on, you know? And like, would the like would I want a coffin to... If I was going to wear a top hat, do I want a longer coffin? Mm. Do I, or do I want to, them to like shave off some, some of the foot? To, you know what I mean? Because there's a standard <laughs> coffin height. 
You know, you, I mean, you don't want an off-the-rack job. You, you, you certainly no. want your own uh, bespoke coffin. Right. You know, I, thinking about the hat, because the, 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 the top hat, of course, has the brim, and uh, it's not going to it's not going to allow you to lie back uh, properly. Right. So you have to make some sort of uh, incision in the pillow. This uh, is a classic. This is a classic embalmer and undertaker tool. I, I figured. You cut the back of the hat off. <laughs> well, there you go. So and it looks like it just it just it just sort of uh, flows into the, ba- the 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 bottom of the coffin. Right. It really is like a hat facade, you know, right. like in the film industry. Yeah. And uh-huh. then what you do once you've cut off enough back of the hats, you can make a new hat with just that with just the hat backs. Hat backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Seinfeld that's... about this. <laughs> Well, you know, because I was going to ask you, so are you saying that any of the uh, any ghosts that we see or that people purportedly see that is wearing a hat, if we were able to see the back of it, it wouldn't be there? Uh, that's are all great... those ghosts on the Haunted Mansion just hanging out with hat facades? They never turn and around. And do you like that, that ride? That's true. You never see the back of a ghost, do you, Joan? It is. Well, I don't, but I bet you would. Um, a, a ghosts, I don't know. I, By the way, you, uh, Bernd does not believe in ghosts. He only believes in ghouls. So it's true. I, oh, yeah. I think ghosts are a bunch of nonsense, but ghouls terrify right. me. <laughs> the idea that there would be a creature that eats corpses in a graveyard at night oh, is please, scientifically stop. possible. Please stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to circle back to two more things. I, I don't know, because here, here's the thing. We do need to get to a point where... I, I don't know, but have we succeeded in making our listeners less uh, afraid? I mean, I feel like he's explained these deaths in a way that I suppose they're understandable. But if if I, if someone sees you walking along the street late at night, I don't know. I think some people might still be a little bit uh, concerned. Well, you know, I think we have established that you only need to be worried if you're going to be married. That, to, uh, married, to Mig. that's right. Yeah. That's correct. Sorry, that's Mig, is that true. fair? And Mig, this is a very personal question, but are you are you a faithful spouse? I I would never I'm I'm a monogamous man. I am very faithful. Uh there's no fun again. I don't see any fun in um hurting the feelings of your spouse. Mm. I would much rather put a rose on your grave than put a stake through your heart. Do you know oh. like the old saying? Yes, Seal mm. told us. Uh, <laughs> uh but I I do I, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to clear up a lot of the misunderstandings about me. Uh, there's nothing to be. Uh, there's. Uh, you can fear me like you fear death. You know, it's inevitable. But I mean, what are you going to do? You know, I'm going to walk up and down the streets at night. I might walk into your home. You're going to. Uh, you well, know, I'm. I might. I might be able to. I might be able to interject and say I wouldn't walk into people's homes. I don't think that should be inevitable. I understand that we ex- have to accept that you are uh, what what I think you are, which is a a gentle soul who has a love of the macabre, but just happens to have gotten very unlucky with the very odd deaths of three of your wives. Yes. Oh, I appreciate um, that. Also, and, I don't know. I I don't know if I'd say uh, I will. It's inevitable that I'll come into your homes uh, right. on a podcast. Uh, yes, I agree. I agree. That's fair. I, then let, let's put it this way. <laughs> I'd say the only inevitability of some walking into a home was today because it was inevitable that you had to walk into my home True. to do this podcast. But I, I knew it was happening. And if I and didn't, I would have had a I would have had a problem with it. I'll be then honest. You know what? As a as a good neighbor, I will not walk into your home. That's not inevitable. 
it is inevitable if you have a preschooler at some point. No, no. I will no. be in charge of them no. for the day. Make, I got to stop you there. We have to stop you there. Well, I think legally is, we have to stop you there. I, but he, he, that is his job. He is a, he's a substitute, substitute preschool teacher. Oh, I forgot teacher. about that, Bert. Yes. Right. You, oh, you thought that was what? just coming out of nowhere. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm not a monster. I'm just at some point dressed You'll in all black. Me. Yes. With a death white face, I'm going to read to your kids. Yeah, That's you're, what's you're, going you're to more of a, You're more of an Adams Family what, guy. Do you do any characters for the kids? Is there something that's oh, a go-to when, you know, you just can set them at ease? What? Because you must have a way with children if you do something. And you'll forgive me for forgetting the detail about you substitute preschool teaching. A, oh, lo- no, a lot I, has happened. It, a whole lot has happened. I realize I'm a multifaceted person. Um, sometimes the kids oh, beg for me to play Hecate, the goddess of witchcraft. Craft. <laughs> and that's as simple as just getting a mop from the broom closet, throwing it over my head and seeing who will provide the sacrifice, who will provide the sacrifice. <laughs> and the kids run and hide if we have a great time. But this is at the request of the children. The, the children, children say, beg for it. I, but I, again, I'd, consent as a teacher is equally as important as in a relationship. And, mm. I, you know, the children... Uh, beg for me to be the goddess of death of many different cultures. And it's part of, <laughs> death is a part of life they and helping children you. cope with it wow. is helpful. I just mm. didn't know kids these days were sort of maybe he- veering, uh, skewing darker, maybe. What's the matter with Skewing darker, days? skewing darker. I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the types of cereal they give kids now. <laughs> you know what, Mick? I think you're onto something. Well, Mick, it's been uh, just a Ooh. just a, a a very interesting experience uh, having very you here and, so. and hearing all about you. Um, but that but that is what the podcast is all about: is uh, hearing yes. about uh, there, this, the dignity getting falls to know is, our neighbors. It's full of interesting people, and this this absolutely proves it. It's been such a joy to be here with you in your lovely home. And now that I know it's here, I hope to drop by again sometime. Just always let me know. <laughs> Meg, anything to plug? <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, I mean, cemetery season's coming up, everybody. Funerals are happening. Um, if you need some kind of interesting looks, if you are thinking about, you know, I don't just want to be another well-dressed person in my coffin to look like everybody else, let me know. We can go through some options. Okay, and of well, course, embalming. Uh, yes, that, that as well. Embalm, yes. And if hey, if you want lessons, I can do that too. <laughs> That's, oh. There you go. Uh, I guess people can find you at that craft corner, that craft plaza. <laughs> at oh, the plaza. yes, with the crafty bones. I'm sorry, Bert, we didn't get back to it. That's all right. Uh, we, we'll do we'll some investigating on our own. Yeah, we'll go, yeah, yeah, we'll go, we'll go check it out. The craft and soup plaza. I mean, you could do a whole season on it. Sure, maybe, maybe season four, fingers crossed. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, thank you, Mig. And uh, we will take a break and we'll be back after the break with more of The Neighborhood Listen. Hi there, it's Hannah. And I'm selling a five light chandelier light for $200. Please note, one of the large purple crystals is broken. But this five-light chandelier has everything you're looking for. Vintage. Formal. French. Purple. Gold. Brass. Crystal. Light. Light fixture. Pendant. 
Speeds. Anthropology. And welcome once more back to the. I, that was very confusing. I, we're all a little. Uh, listen, everybody. I'm a sorry. Shook. We are just. I kind of feel like I was in the presence of someone from a different era. Like, just. Um, I don't know. He was a little bit otherworldly. He made. Yes. Otherworldly. He seemed not exactly human in the way that the Munsters or even the yes. Adams family uh, seem. True. True. Do you uh, remember the Adams family? They had a. They had a. They had a uh, there was a little guy who was just hair. Yeah, that was Cousin It. Right. <laughs> Somebody thought of that. <laughs> well, Charles him. Adams, the original cartoonist. You know, it started in Does the Does it go New- back to the, the cartoon? The, it goes back to the New Yorker. His cartoon started in the New Yorker. I knew that it started from, from a cartoon, but I didn't I didn't realize Cousin It was part of the, the cartoon, just the hair pile. Well, now that's a good question, but I uh I I think I think so. Um we had a little dog that was named, we named Cousin It for a while. It was a little, uh, you know, the little uh, loss of ops kind, but if you, if, the, if you let the hair grow yeah, long hair. enough. Sure. He had, he had a ton of hair. It, well, I'm, not saying it was, hat on. I'm not saying it was an oh. original thing to do at all, but I think a lot of people, a lot of basic ass people have done that with a dog. Uh, and we I were was, one of I, no, no critique here. I mean, uh, I, I've not heard of that before, so you could have told me that you were the only ones that did it, and I would have believed you. But I'm just saying maybe that's why I know a little bit more about Cousin It, because uh, because I like to research the names of my dogs, <laughs> find out the history. <laughs> like, I learned really about more about escrow than I even knew, uh, even though I was a realtor already. So you researched, even though you're a realtor, you named the dog escrow, you did research the term. Escrow is so confusing. Do you know how many adults have no idea what escrow is? Uh, I'm it's one just of them. something you say. I'm an escrow. And I know it's, then it's people, a thing that you're in. Yes. Yeah, it's a thing that you're in, and that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of things people don't know. I mean, even when you're in it, you don't know what it is. I, I'm sure it's it's mysterious, uh, but it's all part of God's plan, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> although I'm not religious, I am spiritual. Um, and uh, do you know why, why don't they have a a babe, like a book of names for dogs the way they do for children? <laughs> Well, I mean, nowadays you could probably Baxter, Google Prince. clever names for dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm sorry. Were those still dog names? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, absolutely. Would that be a fun like name for a dog? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> People would think you were, you've lost your mind. Or if they were horse names, you know, and the guy's trying to call who's winning. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you don't know which one it is. What if you named your dog happened? a horse name? Uh, Secretary. Like, uh, you can name a dog secretary. Leviathan's There's no law run. against it. Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's last chance. Oh, these are fun. <laughs> well, we can name animals forever, but uh, uh, and I'd like to, but we should we should have uh, one last post here on the neighborhood listen. This is a post from uh, from the neighborhood. This is uh, posted by Alex, and the headline is: Does anybody else? I should say subject line, not headline. It's not a newspaper, but You're it right. is news. It is news. Sometimes that we're from it our sounds neighbors. like it. Yeah. Mostly it's a bunch of questions. Um, but the subject line is, does anybody else see bats flying around in the sky around 8 to 10 p.m.? Now, that seems like prime bat time, right? Mm-hmm. Alex goes on to write, I'm not sure exactly if they are bats, but I can sometimes see bat-looking creatures flying around and even sometimes hear a high-frequency screeching. Now, here's what concerns me. Okay. These must absolutely be bats. What else could they be? Right. The the if if Alex is the saying idea that they he's aren't not bats, sure if they're bats. Right. It's too idea horrifying that you to automatically imagine. say, well, of course they're bats. Yes. It's too exactly. Exactly. 
It's too they, horrifying they, to imagine my, it as something else. I because feel if it like, isn't bats, what the hell is it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, bat-like creatures that are so, they're like bats in many ways, but there are some crucial differences. And I wish he elaborated on what made them not. Batman? Uh, okay. Oh, Doug, Doug, your theory is it's Batman? It's several Batmans. <laughs> well, I don't know what a group of Batman is called. But oh, boy. You, I, that's one non-frightening. To me, that wouldn't be as frightening. As the okay, you, you don't think painting. you don't think it would be frightening if there were a belt of several Batmans. humans. A belt, I like that. A belt of <laughs> Batmans. If there was a belt of Batmans, human-sized creatures flying around, emitting a high, <laughs> high-pitched screeching noise. But see, Doug is picturing like Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer, like oh, it's like all Ben Affleck, like, swimming, swimming. <laughs> Yeah, there's only so many. You know, sky swimming. Yeah, they're just are they are they like moving their arms like v. they're doing a breaststroke? They're forming a V. Oh, they're like, like geese. Like, like geese. <laughs> but, but bats don't do that. They follow the same it's a no, dynamic. Have you ever seen bats fly? First of all, they never fly to group. Oh, and they are they're, all, they're all over, over the place. place. They are all over the place. They literally yeah. look like when you make a fake bat and put it on a string and just go like that. That's exactly how a bat flies. Oh, just with that is no direction whatsoever. Just Absolutely now, ambiguous. Do you, Joan, Joan, do you think we get that from TV shows where we were supposed to believe it was a real bat? It was just a thing on a string that they jiggled up and down. I would. But then when you see them, you're like, maybe they were just actually observing bats and that this is aerodynamically how they move. They, they it's might not think quite this is as close cartoonish enough. as yeah. that. You're right. You're yeah. Right. They, they think this is close enough. Uh, what, 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 is the bat going to get ma- uh, mad? Um, so that's what Doug is picturing when I when I tell you that he's saying he thinks it's bad. I think, you know, right. I don't think he thinks it's that's baby. You don't think that's really what's going on. Well, no, it's just thinking of possibilities. Sure. And why appreciate that? Yeah. Well, that, I, I think we can discount that one. Yeah. But I why think we can. Plausibles. So it's, yeah. Plausibles. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We really, really went down a path on this one. So, so that... <laughs> So it's not a belt of Batmans. We've no, established that. I, I, so I want to believe that it's just bats. I do too. And you know what, Burns? Mm. Let's just go ahead and put our minds at rest and all our listeners and just say that it is. Because be eight to ten is like you said, prime bat time and not bat th- channel. Yeah, I knew that was coming from the downstairs cellar. Uh and there it was. Because otherwise, yes, we have. And you know what's interesting? We almost should have asked Mig this. We should have asked Mig. But Mig you know what? Known. He'd have a, he'd probably have five answers of other things it could be. And True. maybe we don't want that. Yeah. I think uh, ignorance is bliss. Uh, and best that we just live in the ignorance and the assumption that bats are bats. Yes. Well. I'm that, fine with that. That does it for this episode of The Neighborhood Listen. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, if you would like to share uh, with us some posts uh, that you find on The Neighbor app, uh, all you residents of Dignity Falls, please write to us at burntandjoan at gmail.com. And, uh, and we post, uh, of course, the, the, uh, the posts that we use on the show on our Instagram, uh, The Neighborhood Listen on Instagram. Um, so uh, I've run out of things to say, Joan. I don't have any more facts. I thought I had more, but that was it. It's fine. That's all. I do think you need to eat something because you just drank a second pitcher of straight lemon. I can't even call it lemonade. Lemon juice. <laughs> it is lemon juice. But I, I call it lemonade because I bought it from a stand. Uh, and it was, of course, it was the twins, uh, Matt and uh, Conch. 
and say, uh, that's the only place that it has a lemon. That's a lemonade. That's the only lemonade stand that would sell you just straight lemon juice. Of yeah, course, that's you they got, got me. They got me hooked. All right, so go eat something. I will probably uh, a lemon. Bro- <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, until then, goodbye. And bye. The Neighborhood Listen is executive produced and hosted by me, Paul F. Tompkins. And me, Nicole Parker. Our producers are Brett Morris and Judith Cardbo. The show is engineered by Brett Morris, who also plays Doug. Our guest today was Andrew Farmer. The Neighborhood Listen is an Earwolf production. Want more of The Neighborhood Listen? Sign up and get a free month of Stitcher Premium. Go to stitcherpremium.com neighborhood, select the monthly plan and use the promo code NEIGHBORHOOD. <laughs>